Hello and welcome. It's Small Business Week and in celebration we've got one final episode for you as part of this special DIA podcast series. We're interviewing local entrepreneurs, leaders, and legends. My name is Lauren Holverson and I am the Executive Director of the DIA. Today I'm winging it without my co-host Bob Caperton, but I think we can manage without him. I'm excited to have Aaron Marcelli this morning. Aaron and I actually met many years ago when he and a group of others toured the Burston Center down in Carrollton, Georgia. Aaron, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me, Lauren. Thank you for coming. So I guess let's get started. Tell us a little bit about yourself and your business. Okay. Well, just on a personal side, I'm actually from uh, northeast Ohio, grew up on farmland, and it was uh, actually going to college that brought me down here to the southeast part of the country, and uh, I went to Chattanooga for college in Chattanooga, and uh, moved to Dalton shortly after that. Met my wife here. Um, we've now had a family and, and grown roots in Dalton and, and really enjoy being part of a small community. Like I said, I enjoy that as opposed to the, the farmland I, I grew up on. Um, so I was working for a, a, a nonprofit company in Dalton, kind of working my way up while going back to school and working on my master's and just kind of kept taking promotions that um, presented themselves to me and ended up working in finance after I got my MBA with that company. And at one point, my wife, uh, who had had experience working on the business side of her family's small business, um, said, you know, hey, we, we both have this kind of the, this skill and this knack for, for bookkeeping and accounting and numbers. I wonder if there's some way we could almost do this as a side hustle, a little bit on the side. So that's kind of how Marcelli Bookkeeping Services started. I don't think I ever um, really thought it would be much more than that as far as that I would go full-time working for myself or... Uh, took a while before I thought of myself as an entrepreneur, so I, I kind of stumbled into it being a, a full-time business, but but that was our roots. We started back in 2017, and then in 2019, I guess I was able to take that step of the American dream and, and start working for myself. That's awesome. Uh, that's interesting. I didn't know you were from uh, Ohio. I have family that's from Columbus area, uh, my mother and her grandparents okay. and everything. So. Yep. Yeah. Still drive through that area sometimes. Yep. It's been a while since I've been there. I need to, to make it back probably. Um, yeah, so as being an entrepreneur, what would you say is one of your favorite things about owning your own business? Well, I think the, um, the flexibility, I mean, all those, those kind of perks on, on the, uh, the, the personal side of, you know, the, the flexibility, the kind of the being your own boss. But I think of it, too, is it's been an opportunity to, you know, implement some systems, bring on team members that uh, I knew – um, before I started the business and really kind of develop a, a strong infrastructure that we have uh, as a business model beyond just the actual service we provide. Um, so I, I think having, you know, the, the control of that and then also being able to sit down in conversations or have phone calls with other high-level business leaders, with decision makers, with uh, people from all different sorts of industries who run multiple different types of small businesses who are kind of kicking the tires on our services or interested in our services and getting to learn more about them, their businesses, and then hopefully ultimately support them in their business uh, by providing our service. Awesome. That was one of my favorite things when I owned my own consulting business was getting to, to work with all these different types of businesses and really get to learn the intricacies of their business. And of course, I get to do that in this role too and, and did a person. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I, so I've learned by working with people in multiple industries, I've learned you know, things I, I never would thought I've known. So I can talk about dye lots and stitch rate because I've worked with somebody who does turf. So uh, it's, it's been a wonderful experience. 
I think the, the weirdest one that I probably know information about is probably hay. I worked okay. with a hay business at one point, <laughs> so I know uh, way more information about hay than I, I think I ever needed to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You get into some of these industries and you don't realize all there is and how, how far down it goes. Yeah, yeah, it's very interesting. Well, while we're talking about small businesses, is there a small business uh, here in town or one from growing up that you would like to kind of talk about as maybe one of your favorite businesses to frequent? Yeah, um, I, I think I would say Dalton Brewing Company here in town. And there's, there's multiple reasons why I could say that. I mean, they were kind of uh, the first at being a, a walk-in, you know, brewery bar only um, non-restaurant that drew a crowd because of that. But I think the way they've done business, um, a real community mindset, uh, community events, gone there several times to listen to live music. Um, probably actually, it's probably been the minority of the time that I've gone in there, just had a drink and left. It, it's always more than that. And then, you know, the partnerships they have, they've got the restaurants that will deliver there if you're wanting to eat as well, and they don't see that as a, as a threat or a challenge, the way they're involved in our community. So I think beyond just the actual business of what they do as a brewery, I think their approach to community and partnership um, really resonates and, and is a large part of why they have the following they do. I agree. And if you aren't aware, they have changed their hours. They're open later uh, for the summer. So just be sure to follow them on social media to get that information. Um, so what piece of advice would you have as it relates to bookkeeping for our entrepreneurs that are listening? I, I think just to get that in place early. And, and I think that around a lot of uh, administrative type things. Most people start their business to do you know the, the function of their business. It's because they have a skill, they have a trait, they have a product, and they focus on that. And not always do they have the mindset or realize um, I need to make sure that I'm set up legally as an entity the correct way, that I've got a bank account that's designated for just my business, that I've got some system of keeping my books and my records. And so uh, a lot of the calls I get, and it, and it leads to clients, and, and we certainly help them out, but it's kind of folks who have gotten a little bit down that road and realized, oh, now I'm behind on this, or I've actually kind of got a mess, or it's tax filing time, and I'm not sure what my bottom line was last year. And so I, my piece of advice I give even to folks who are just kind of thinking about starting a business is if you do that, open up a dedicated bank account and have some system of record keeping off the bat. Even if you're the smallest small business and it's just going to be in a spreadsheet for a while, get something um, so that off the bat you're not taken off guard and you're capturing everything and you know what your business is making uh, and, and getting that, those systems in place on the front end. Awesome. I couldn't agree more. It's so important. Well, Aaron, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it, and it was such a pleasure catching up with you again. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Have a great day, everyone.